Welcome to the very first Neverland case file. This case file is a big one. We are diving straight into a doomsday cult. So I hope you have your notebooks ready and your case files prepared because this one is huge. Before we get started, this podcast has mature themes and should only be intended for audiences 13 and up. Rock's father was a deeply religious man and part of the Catholic group called the White Barrettes, where members would put on white hats and go door to door passing out campaigns for the church. Rock hated this and would be constantly teased by his classmates and neighbors for having to go door to door and ask for donations and pass out campaigns. I can see how that would be very embarrassing for a young child who only in his youth wanted to read and learn. I think this is also the moment that Rock decided that he didn't like his parents. Rock as an adult told people that his parents often abused him. Now his brothers and sisters have gone on record and said that him and any of the children were never abused. And many other people think this was simply a way to get sympathy Or, later when the cult arose all the actions, he simply just wanted an excuse for everything he had done. On November 11th, 1967, Rock entered his first marriage with a girl from the next town over. Funny he didn't leave town where his abusive parents were, and even moved into the house next door to them. His wife gave him two sons during this time, and Rock developed stomach ulcers, which had to have been very painful for the time and when they couldn't do a whole lot about it. They had to do surgery and Rock did all the research on ulcers and his complications from the surgery. This made things increasingly worse for Rock's mind because as he did reading, he was convinced that he could have fixed the problem himself. But on top of that, he also started drinking a lot. But reading and researching and believing you are a doctor does not put food on the table. He started a woodworking business. Also, during this time, he looked back into religion, which he had previously gotten rid of because of what his father used to make him do. Rock started reading the Old Testaments and starts on his old ideas about the religion and the coming end times. Also at this time, he took to drinking, which as anyone can guess, only made his hobbies for religion and surgery that much worse. For a doctor does not put food on the table. He started a woodworking business. Also during this time, he looked back into religion, which he had previously gotten rid of because of what his father used to make him do. Rock started reading the Old Testaments and starts on his old I I seemed to care. He simply moved in with this new girl and started to speak to her and all of her classmates since she was in college 
about the coming end times that he and he alone could prevent. Rock found a new fascination with the Seventh-day Adventist Church and showed his skills as a devoted follower. For a short time, Rock stopped drinking and started to follow the nutritional structures of the group. The church leader was often so impressed by Rock that he let him give small sermons in the middle of his own sermons. But Rock was very, very confident about the end times and that God was speaking to him and that he could save them. Now, as a young person that's attending a church and learning about the end times for the first time, someone telling you that they have a way to save you from it probably sounds pretty good. Rock would start to give these speeches to his girlfriend and anybody who would want to come and listen, and it often angered the church. In fact, his enthusiasm for the work unsettled many of the other members. Rock took two very big things out of the Bible, the masculinity authority and the apocalypse. With the violence of the end times and every sinner will suffer, Rock decided that he should start his own church, devoted to the end times and preparing for them to come. By 1977, he had amassed to himself a number of followers. Rock convinced his followers to drop out of college, quit their jobs, sell their houses or cars or anything else that they had and leave everything behind. Many of them even left their families behind. When Rock went on a hiking trip with his church, he had a vision that he was walking on holy land. That is where the cult built and started on their new, darker path. To ejaculate into someone's skull after they are already dead. That was not the end of this torture for this young woman. Even after doing all those horrible things to her body, he then married the corpse and proceeded to have sex with it. Rock had convinced himself that his semen was something of a miracle cure and that if he could get the miracle cure inside of her, then while she was dead, she could produce the next Messiah and give birth to Rock's children. Yeah, let me just let that sink in for a second. After all that, you think, yeah, people are definitely going to leave now. But still, people would not leave the cult. They were still way too scared of the end times that were going to come than what Rock could possibly do. The fear instated in these people were so large that they would probably never leave Rock's side. Until one woman took so much pain that she ran away and told police about the entire cult. Now, this is probably one of the only women to not be impressed by Rock. Let me back up for a second here. Rock had told all of the women that if they were married, they were no longer married and they were going to be with Rock only. Rock often had group orgies in the main house 
and would pick his favorite wives to come and sleep with him personally. Even his girlfriend that he dragged to this cult had to go through this, and was often not even the favorite of all of the girls. Now, this woman that we are talking about in particular, she was only there because she deeply loved her husband, who was a devoted follower to Rock. One night when Rock had been drinking, he decided to play doctor again. Now, by this point, Rock's followers knew that whenever he started drinking, it was better to get away. So many of the members would flee into the forest in order to stay away from him. This brave woman was the only one in the house. Everyone else went to hide. Rock remembered that she had said earlier in the day that her finger hurt. So wanting to play doctor once again, he decided that he would cut off her arm cut off her arm she ran away to a women's shelter actually before i get to the part where she ran away to a woman's shelter let me also just state that he did not just only cut off her arm he also branded it with a hot iron and made her stay with him for an entire night and then she was able to finally run away to the women's shelter she had told police what had happened. She even showed police where the dead body of the murdered girl was. Rock, of course, ran away with his most devoted followers, including this woman's husband, who should have been the one to protect her in the first place. He was, thankfully, eventually caught. Thankfully for his cult, he could no longer manipulate and hurt them. Some members were still following his lead behind bars until his cellmate killed him with a shiv. His cellmate had recorded going on saying, this bastard deserved what, he, what has come to him and was very proud that he was able to hurt this, to hurt Rock so badly and to kill him. Many of his members went on to write books about their experience inside the cult and how to look for if you think you are inside of a cult. And also, many members still believe that maybe Rock did know when the end times were going to be there, and maybe he still would be able to tell them if he was still around. Now, I don't know why they would put someone in charge of children if he was constantly masturbating, Apparently, this guy had a record of masturbating in public, and that is why he joined the cult, because it seemed to be a free place where he could be himself. And where do they put him to work whenever he gets there? Supervising all of the outsider children. Guy never complained. He suffered in silence, scared if he did complain, that Rock would be punish him more. But now, Rock was scared Guy would leave the cults and tell the world what had happened. Rock told his followers, except Guy, that they would stab the man. But before the attack, Rock called it off saying it was only a test of faith. 
He did a lot of these tests of faith with his followers, seeing if they were truly going to be part of him. Guy did leave after that, though, and told the police what happened. Police invaded the compound and found the remains of the two-year-old boy. The members were all charged with something different, and all children finally were taken away to not be punished by this cult anymore. When the group was able to come back together after all of their sentencing, they went back to the wilderness. When the group couldn't sell to provide for their leader, they sold fruit and pastries and called the little company the Ant Hill Kids. But this sometimes wasn't enough for the devoted leader. He would often make his followers go out and steal from the surrounding communities in order for him to get the things that he wanted, which being mostly junk food and alcohol and many other things. Rock started to get bored with his group, and when he got bored, he started to drink, and he wanted to play doctor again. He ordered many of his male followers to circumcise themselves at his own hands. One of the female members of the cult complained of pain in the abdomen. This next part is about to get gruesome, just so my followers know. Please don't be eating whenever you listen to this. Rock made the woman undress, laid her on the kitchen table, and then punched her in the stomach. Well, I know I am so ready to close that case file. That was a lot to take in all at once. I know I spit a lot of information out at you all in the beginning, but once I get better at recording these podcasts, I promise I'll be able to sit sit down and write more information and get everything more settled. Thank you guys so much for joining me in this case file. Go hug your loved ones and be so thankful that you are not in part of a cult as well. And go ahead and shut that case file because we are done with it. Neverland Case Files was written by Caitlin Osborne. Please check out my social media apps in order to find out what the next case file is going to be. And you can also reach out to me to see if you would like to suggest a case or something that I can cover. Thank you so much for listening. I will try to post at least once a month, if not twice or three times. See you in the next case. Great. Okay, come on, like that's obviously faked. This poor woman is now dead, and even not respecting her body because after she was dead, he was convinced he could still bring her back because he had done it with the leukemia patient. Why couldn't he do it with her? He started to drill holes into this woman's skull and ejaculate into her head. I just feel like that's really like Jeffrey Dahmer kind of style to ejaculate into someone's skull after they are already dead. That was not the end of this torture for this young woman. Even after doing all those horrible things to her body, he then married the corpse and proceeded to have sex with it.
Rock had convinced himself that his semen was something of a miracle cure, and that if he could get the miracle cure inside of her, then while she was dead, she could produce the next Messiah and give birth to Rock's children. Yeah, let me just let that sink in for a second. After all that, you think, yeah, people are definitely going to leave now. But still, people would not leave the cult. They were still way too scared of the end times that were going to come than what Rock could possibly do. The fear instated in these people were so large that they would probably never leave Rockside. Until one woman took so much pain that she ran away and told police about the entire cult. Now, this is probably one of the only women to not be impressed by Rock. Let me back up for a second here. Rock had told all of the women that if they were married, they were no longer married and they were going to be with Rock only. Rock often had group orgies in the main house and would pick his favorite wives to come and sleep with him personally. Even his girlfriend that he dragged to this cult had to go through this and was often not even the favorite of all of the girls. Now, this woman that we are talking about in particular, she was only there because she deeply loved her husband, who was a devoted follower to Rock. One night when Rock had been drinking, he decided to play doctor again. Now, by this point, Rock's followers knew that whenever he started drinking, it was better to get away. So many of the members would flee into the forest in order to stay away from him. This brave woman was the only one in the house. Everyone else went to hide. Rock remembered that she had said earlier in the day that her finger hurt. So, wanting to play doctor once again, he decided that he would cut off her arm. Cut off her arm. She ran away to a women's shelter. Actually, before I get to the part where she ran away to a women's shelter, let me also just say that he did not just only cut off her arm. He also branded it with a hot iron and made her stay with him for an entire night. And then she was able to finally run away to the women's shelter. She had told police what had happened. She even showed police where the dead body of the murdered girl was. Rock, of course, ran away with his most devoted followers, including this woman's husband, who should have been the one to protect her in the first place. He was, thankfully, eventually caught. Thankfully for his cult, he could no longer manipulate and hurt them. Some members were still following his lead behind bars until his cellmate killed him with a shiv. His cellmate had recorded going on saying, this bastard deserved what, he, what has come to him and was very proud that he was able to hurt this to hurt Rock so badly and to kill him. 
Many of his members went on to write books about their experience inside the cult and how to look for if you think you are inside of a cult. Well, I know I am so ready to close that case file. That was a lot to take in all at once. I know I spit a lot of information out at you all in the beginning, but once I get better at recording these podcasts, I promise I'll be able to sit sit down and write more information and get everything more settled. Thank you guys so much for joining me in this case file. Go hug your loved ones and be so thankful that you are not in part of a cult as well. And go ahead and shut that case file because we are done with it. Neverland Case Files was written by Caitlin Osborne. Please check out my social media apps in order to find out what the next case file is going to be. And you can also reach out to me to see if you would like to suggest a case or something that I can cover. Thank you so much for listening. I will try to post at least once a month, if not twice or three times. See you in the next case.